Yay, we made it to May and specifically we made it to Teacher Appreciation Week. Hopefully you are getting showered in discount codes and other fun goodies from your parents and your students. And hopefully you receive a message of appreciation sometime this week. But today we are going to be specifically talking about finishing up the school year and some activities to keep your students engaged. So the first time that I was told that I had to teach until the last day of school, I laughed. Like, really? You expect me with all of like the crazy like graduation stuff and everything else that's going on? I'm still expected to teach and like actually like not just put on a movie? Since my first years and since becoming a middle school administrator, I have come to find the value in keeping students engaged through the end of the school year. It's not so that we can prove how good we are at teaching and following the rules. It's more about managing the crazy. Students behave better with structure and routines. Now, I'm not saying that you have to like grade everything and keep like making more work for yourself but you're going to be wanting to keep those students engaged with some activities. And I'm going to give you some ideas of how to do that today. So going back to the crazy. So at the middle school, everything is exaggerated. And when students are off from their normal schedule, it is chaos. And these are the days like when I glance at my clock and it's only 8.30 and I find myself Googling to see if it is a full moon. I don't think I noticed this so much at the high school, but I also was an administrator, so it still could have been crazy. So to help your secondary students stay engaged until the last day of school, try one or some of the following activities. Have them clean your teaching spaces. Organize or set up systems for next year. Teach them a mini unit that you're interested in or that they want to learn. Have them complete an aptitude assessment and research possible careers. And finally, have them create resources that you can use in your classes next year. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Okay, this first one is my favorite idea to help keep your students engaged. Now you might have to kind of like fiddle around with some things too, whether or not you're like using your spaces clear up until the end, but I love, 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 love having my students clean. And Jared does the same thing. We're not talking about your normal cleanup routine. Nope. We're deep cleaning. So for this, you're going to need to find all of the jobs or tasks that an entire class can work on. And if you can't find something that can work for the entire class, then maybe you come up with like two different jobs for that entire class to do. So here's some examples. Cleaning the desks. We are talking tops, underneath, legs, etc. If they chew gum in there and you've got gum on the bottom, you get them some spatulas or some things to like actually scrape the gum off. Now you could have them take down your bulletin boards. If you're going to keep things for next year, then maybe you have them organize those items. Scrub floors. Like Jared actually has his students get some like Scotch-Brite pads and they actually like shuffle across his shop. That might be a little bit extreme, but it keeps them busy. So the other thing you could do is wipe out all the drawers in the kitchen or any space that has drawers. 
wash the walls, dust corners and under computer equipment, clear away all those cobwebs, really like move the computers, get it underneath them, get in those cords and like really get your classroom clean. So the jobs that you are looking for are the ones that the custodial staff never gets to and need a lot of hours or in your case, student power. So Jared, my welding teaching husband, who I mentioned earlier, has his students clean his shop to the point that they can mop and repaint the floor every year. So what happens if you don't have enough jobs? Have classes repeat the same job. No one will know. And let's be real. The job needs to be done more than once by students to get it done right or get it done all the way. At my first school, the students actually had to have my signature on their checkout sheet in order to get their yearbook. So I was able to get them to do their job on the last day of school and then sign them off and it was awesome. Now I haven't been able to get that same thing done at any other school since then. So I've had to get a creative to have them actually clean. So one of the ways is by having them clean earlier and then do extra activities after that won't use my lab. So that's going to lead us into our other things that can occupy their time. So the next thing is going to be to have your students organize. Now, if you've already cleaned, then you can have them organize and they might not be able to do a lot of things, but there are some things that they can do. Specifically, they can sort. So if you want them to put all of the same item together, like all of your Phillips head screwdrivers in one spot, you can have them do that. That is something that you learn in preschool is how to sort like things. So if you are wanting to prepare for next year and maybe you're wanting to make shadow boards but you need to find out all of the equipment that you have and so it's also a great way to take inventory is you can have students sort now i wouldn't leave them in piles it would be really nice if you could get like a system before the students leave so that you don't have to do it over the summer but figure out what you would like to do and then have them then put those items back in to that system if you're wanting to use that for the following year. Another reason why students can be so great when it comes to organizing is that they are not like emotionally attached to anything. So they can see something and they see it as garbage and it may or may not be garbage. I mean, you might get some stuff thrown away that you didn't wanna have thrown away. But for the most part, they can actually organize and like sort some things. So for example, Jared had this supply closet and there was stuff everywhere. And his students didn't actually like throw anything away, but they were so motivated when I came and organized his office that they moved back into that back office. And they're like, oh, well we can figure out how to find stuff in the office. Now let's see what we can do in here. So they folded any extra like t-shirts and swag and things that he had that way. They put all of those like, like extra parts near one another and just cleaned up his back room. And it was a lot easier for them to do because they didn't get distracted by, oh, this should go over here. They just got it done. So that's some ways that you can use your students to organize. The next thing that you can do to keep your students engaged through the school year or through the end of the school year is teach them a mini unit that you're interested or that they want to learn. 
And it would be great if it had something to do with your content area, but maybe there's something that can introduce them to your next level and get them really excited to do it. There also might be something like completely off the wall. So this year I found out as I was having students do service projects that I needed to occupy their time and I taught them how to make friendship bracelets and they loved it, loved, loved, loved it. And I actually started, I had one in my office and it was kind of like the example and some of my students who were in my office and they were in there because they had some discipline issues. They picked it up and one kid ended up making 10 friendship bracelets over like three or four days. And he would sit quietly and he would just make his friendship bracelets. So it's totally random. It may not apply to your content area, but it is something that you might be able to tie into your content area, but just some other fun mini unit that you don't need to worry about grading, that you don't need to have those really high expectations that still gets them engaged through the school year. Okay, so the next one you may or may not have already done. So it is having them complete an aptitude assessment and then have them research possible careers. So I am not an affiliate for this next company, but we have been using it in the state of Utah and I have really liked it. So so it is called U Science, and so it goes beyond your interest surveys and gets you more of like an aptitude assessment, what your natural talents and abilities are. And I love that because some students have a really hard time seeing what their talents and abilities are. If you haven't done anything like this throughout the school year, this would be a great time to get them excited about the future. It doesn't necessarily tell them that they have to go to certain education, but it gives them kind of a path. And here is what you are naturally gifted at. Here are some careers that you might want to consider. And then they could go down a rabbit hole. You could also have them create some sort of resume that lists all the skills of the content that you learned in your class. So it just gives them an idea of what they could now put on a resume or a job application to get a job in the future. Last but not least, you are going to have them create resources for you. So depending on your class, you might have to kind of fill out and figure out what you want to do with each of your classes and their grade levels and what they are able to do. But what you are wanting is for them to create things that can help you teach next year. So you could start by asking students if there are certain units or concepts that they struggled learning. And it wasn't your fault, but maybe the delivery just wasn't something that clicked with them. And they can create then something that would then help teach next year's classes. So maybe they're creating some sort of flashcards. Maybe they're making a game that can review for a certain unit or topic for the following year. Maybe they create a video or something else. So you can really decide how much you want to expand this or make it small. So you could have them, like I said, open it up and say, hey, what are some things that you really struggled with this year? And you could have them develop everything separately. You could also assign specific groups, specific units or topics or things that you really feel like you would like to add more resources in. Now, once again, you are not going to be creating these. These are just to 
spend their time, but then also you could be getting some great things to use for next year. And even if you only got one resource for the following year, that is one less resource that you need to worry about. So it's great because it keeps them engaged, but then also can help you for the following year. To add to the idea of resources, this would also be a great time where you could have them put together some sort of marketing plan for you and your courses for the following year. So this goes along with those resources because they could be taking photos, they could be explaining how to use certain equipment and making videos, and you might not use all of it, you might not use very much of it, but if there's a few things in there, then those are less things that you need to produce and make for the following year. So as a recap, here are five activities that can engage your students until the end of the school year. First, have them clean. Second, organize. Third, teach them a mini unit. Fourth, have them complete some sort of aptitude assessment. And fifth, create resources or items that you can use for the following year. If you have loved listening to this podcast episode, I would love, love, love to have you give me a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts so that other teachers can find this podcast and see what we offer. Until next time. 